Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We are going to have un perfecto show for you today. We're going to have a great show for you today. How are all my peeps doing? I trust everybody had a great weekend. Tell me about your weekend. How was your weekend? I trust you had a good weekend. Let me get my baby started here so that we can actually have all these channels going at the same time. Anyhow, folks, how is everybody doing? Um, you know, I, there's a sad story that it's just so hard to believe. And I'm going to get into the show and salute you guys all. But did you all hear about the kid? Think it's- This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's in Missouri somewhere who knocked on, the, on somebody's door and, not only, and after he knocked on somebody's door, they pretty much shot him up. It is, the only thing I can say it is, it is one of the most disconcerting things I've ever heard. And I still, I'm, you know, I'm scratching my head. I, you know, I'm still trying to figure out, well, first of all, why is this guy not in jail? And secondly, how could another human being just do that. I don't know. Anyhow, let's get busy. Title of the show today. Well, let's go ahead and uh, uh, welcome all our peeps in. Welcome aboard E2247. Welcome aboard Bridge MCP. Welcome aboard Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Welcome aboard. Uh, también está, I think I got Melanie Keelan. We got Bruce Pollard. How you doing, Bruce, my dear brother? And uh, AVQ, AVQ, El Señor Rodney, welcome aboard. And he says, from Mashable, Elon Musk uh, just shut down potentially life-saving public safety Twitter account. Since acquiring Twitter, Elon Musk maintained that one of his major objectives was to eliminate the bots. Last night, Twitter did just that. One problem, though, the bots blocked are the good ones. Numerous public service Twitter accounts have lost their ability to automatically post breaking news and events. And also from th- what I think what really broke those, um, Michael, is the same thing that broke one of the automation tools that I use. I use a tool called Make that or used to use a tool called Make.com before I remigrated back to Zapier. This allows me to queue things up automatically and, and do things electronically that that would take a whole bunch of human beings to do. Right. And I my hunch is a lot of those accounts we're probably using automation tools and make sent out an errata to all of us stating that they were blocked from using Twitter. They don't know why they've contacted Twitter. So it's like Twitter doesn't want these uh, automation automation tools on their platform anymore. But the workaround that make gave to the people was that you could do it from your own account as opposed to using a third party who then, promotes your, uh, your 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 thing on that. So my hunch is that I don't think Elon Musk, I know he's nuts, 
But I don't think he would be nuts to take things off like the Red Cross and all of that. And most of these guys likely are using automation tools. Just my hunch. Twitter has been uh, removing API access, which allows many of these accounts to post in an authorized way via platform. As it stitch, ah, okay, I see. These accounts to post in authorized way by the platform as it switches to must new high price and paid API. Many of these affected Twitter accounts have automated updates. So I should have kept on reading. But aren't, aren't the type of hands off bot accounts that some may think of when they hear the term bot? For example, numerous National Weather Service accounts that provide consistent updates both automated and manually post by humans shared that they could no longer provide their up-to-date, up-to-minute potential life-saving updates. I'm sure people don't need to know if a tornado or flash flood is going to barrel through their neighborhood. This is one such platform, though. The rest aren't as essential. For example, traffic jam updates, public transits, uh, and internet gaming services were being relayed by automated message. I don't... Look... He's nuts for doing that, right? Because you don't want a human being to have to type messages that come in automatedly. You have a Twitter account. You Well, anyway, it's a private company, and that's what you get with a company like that. Maybe if we had a competition uh, for Twitter from a company made by We The People that have equal access to reveal information, that'll go away, right? All right. Bridge MCP says, Bruce says, hi, peeps. Melanie Keelan says, evening to all. Violent week in Louis from Bridge MCP. Violent week in Louisville ends with seven more shootings, five more gun-related deaths, including this weekend shootings. At least 45 people have died from gun violence in Louisville so far for 2023. Don't tell me that having more guns don't create more crimes, more uses of gun. It's a shame. Second one from Bridge. Ralph Yari, a black 16-year-old kid, I was talking about that, rang the doorbell of the wrong house when he went to pick up his younger brothers uh, from a play date in Kansas City last week, according to his family. A white man in his 80s came to the door and shot him, according to reporting from CNN. Stand your ground, state. He shot the kid. But I, what I understand from other things is not he didn't only shoot the kid. He then came outside and shot the kid again. I mean, uh, what do you say to things like this? This one hurts to the core. This one hurts to the core. Uh-oh, business.com just put out something that says, Facebook will no longer let apps automatically post to your profile. There we go. You know, so I don't know what that means. Is that does that mean that the automation that I use to be able to work as a one person team is going to stop working? Uh, you know, we know that Twitter probably just did that. Now you're telling me that oh, these folks, I tell you, I bet what they want to do is charge for the API now. Right. Charge to post. Well, you know, just maybe just maybe. We ought to start looking for alternatives to these platforms because I'm going to digress here, folks. I'm going to digress. I want to tell you guys that some of you have heard this story before, but let me tell this story for those who have not heard this story. And this is a danger of platforms like what we're on right now, whether it's be Facebook, YouTube, or any one of these other platforms, right? Because you can't get, I'm on 
that's one of the reasons I use. I try to connect to many platforms. But the problem is they are even probably looking at that and saying, ah, well, we're going to make you work several times harder if you're going to use five or eight platforms. You're going to have to post individually at eight platform. Well, maybe that increased the work pool. But here's the issue. When, uh, when, I, when I decided to do act, full-time activism via media, etc., it wasn't just a fool's choice that says I'm going to dump my, my successful striving software company and do this. It's that using these technologies, meaning Facebook, YouTube, and all of that, and after paying down all of my bills, I found a way that I could survive with all these different platforms and continue doing activism. And some of you have heard this before, but for those of you who haven't heard. So it worked for it worked for a few months. But when you have a plutocracy that controls things and have, and again, like I said, capitalism has no heart, right? They decided in one day, the income that was coming in from all the websites and, and videos, etc., were immediately, and I, I'm not kidding you, from Google, Facebook, everything, in one day, dropped 90%. Why? Because they could. And they decided that they would hold these spots, etc., for all those companies that were willing to pay for uh, pay for distribution. And people can say, well, if the other companies want to pay, but what they forget to tell you is that at the same time, those of us who created this infrastructure, we brought millions of people onto the platform because they were there to consume what we were providing. So what they did, I'm talking about all these different platforms, is they give the semblance of the, the creator, the, the, the person that's creating these, uh, these, these tools, these videos, etc. Ah, you're in control. But as soon as they have gotten all these other eyeballs on it, then they say, uh-huh, all right, you brought what we, enough of what we want. We can, finish, we can finish the job. We'll just give you a pittance now of what you brought, the eyeballs that you brought. That is, that is what we're talking about here. And, and to see what Elon Musk just did with Twitter by saying, okay, we're going to get rid of automation. What do we do with automation? There are several platforms. We are, we've said now, we know the mainstream media doesn't do its job anymore. The mainstream media doesn't do its job anymore. So what do we do? We look and say, okay, there's a Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Tumblr, uh, uh, Snapchat, all these different tools. And all these different tools wanted to grow. So they created an API to make it easy for developers, uh, people that are giving videos and all of that, to use all of their mediums. In other words, they didn't want you saying, okay, I'm just going to be a Facebook guy or I'm just going to be a YouTube guy. So all of them decided to provide an API that you can use. And when they believe that they have enough, they have the choice then of saying, you know what? You know, it's our platform, man. We can do whatever we want with it. As opposed to using it as what a telephone company would do, which 
these platforms have pretty much become utilities. So, you know, I, I, I had a book that I wrote. I don't have it completed yet. And this book was how to become a something. I don't remember the exact name, but it was something like how to become a blogger and not starve. In other words, how could you how could you complete your passion if you like to write, if you are an activist or whatever? How can you do that and not starve? Well, that book uh, that that's on ice right now has to be rewritten, right? Because the mod they have changed the model. They're no, they're not a utility which is still profitable. They want to be much more than a utility. I hope you understand the concepts that I'm trying to bring across here. Anyway, continuing with E2247 says Sheila Jackson Lee, Barbara Lee, uh, Jan Chukowski, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Corey Anika Bush, uh, Jesus G. Chuy Garcia, and Katie Porter. Four Putters 2024. I can deal with that. William Williamson is just a vanity candidate looking to burnish her brand to better her book sales. Um... I think you and I are going to disagree on Williamson, my brother, E2247. I talk to her not only in front of the cameras, but behind the cameras. And I don't perceive her. I think a lot of people on the Democratic front, it's establishment that is, would want you to take that on because she does sell books and all that kind of stuff. But come on, I sell books too. And do I want you to buy my books? Yeah, that's how I'm going to survive. I needed to buy my books, my, my stuff and all of that so I can keep doing this, right? I'm not going to hit her for that at all. I think, again, her policies line up perfectly with progressives. And if that were instantiated, that would be the best, the great candidate, right? I don't know if she can hold up to what the firepower that's coming on her next. So that's another story. But I think I'll, I'll, I'll respectfully disagree with you on this one, E2247. But you know, that's what we're all about. Respectful disagreement where we must. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Bridge MCP says he has not been charged. Police Chief Stacy Graves told the Kansas City Star that police need a formal victim statement before they can arrest someone. Yuri has been unable to give a statement because of his injuries because he was shot in the head. Guess what, Bridge? They lied. The guy is out of the hospital, and they had already, when they made that statement, they had already interviewed the young man. The young man was already interviewed by the police after he was shot. So the police went out there and lied when they said they didn't do anything because they didn't want to hold the guy for 24 hours because, uh, you know, it, it's a lie. You, you sit down and wonder, why is this always the case? All right. Tom C. says, hi, all. Temps in Min, Michigan. Dropped from 80 degrees to 40 degrees in less than one week. Nice and warm in the house. I know you have that fireplace going. Uh, let's see what else we have to hear here. Pentagon may soon, from E2247, Pentagon may soon release its first year biodefense uh, posture review, assessing how prepared is Defense Department for future pandemics or threat of bioweapons use. I will wager that we're not very much ready. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome to Politics Done Right. Uh, let's see. Deterring hostile development or use of any weapon is a classic military deterrence by denial approach. 
Doing so is an increasing concern given real-world dynamics. The term hostile development or use of weapons is a classic military deterrence. Okay. All right, Paul Fleming, welcome to Politics and Rights. Stupidity passes for governance, and that's what the problem is with the GOP, according to Paul Fleming. Michael Rudnan says, back when Facebook prevented automation posts on personal accounts back in 2018, I stopped using Facebook as such, but Facebook never messed up as much as Musk Twitter did. I hear you, but I'm going to read the article. Uh, Brisev Yari was shot twice, including once in the head, but is in stable condition, according to his family. I just heard on the news that he is out. Uh, Michael Egberto, that article is from 2018. Ah, okay, didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know that. I, I you just you just took a weight off of my shoulder. I'm still able to post to uh, Twitter with my my tool, so I hope that remains. All right, uh, Bruce Pollard said, "How far away from replacing you with AI are we?" I tell you what, I tried. I use both AI tools. Okay. I use the, uh, Brad, uh, what is it called, Brad? I think it's Brad for, uh, no, Barb. Barb or something like that. Uh, what is it called? There's a Google one that's called Barb, and then there's the AI, uh, the, the one from um, uh, GPT, uh, something GPT. I tried them both. And I just went ahead and stick my name in there and said, who, who, is I, who am I? And the amount of stuff that it got wrong it, it says I was born in Panama City, Panama. I'm not. I wasn't born in Panama City, Panama. It says I went to. One of them says I got the university correct. The other one said I went to the University of Houston. So Chat GPT. Be careful with Chat GPT. Be careful with Barg or something like that. Be careful with them because they're not yet sufficiently accurate. And if you go ahead and do a paper based on these things, there you have to read. Everything that they provide you, you have to read it and corroborate it because it seems like barred. Thank you for that, Radnin. It seems like uh, like it's true. Like I said, when I put my name in there, and you guys can also try it. Just say who is and your name. Uh, and I put it in both Bard and ChatGPT. They both got me wrong. Al Rose says, hello, Eggy and everyone else. Hi, uh, hi Al Rose. Thank you for going here. Al Rose grew up with me in Panama. We sang with the gospel messengers together. We were the bases. And not only were we the bases, but we got in trouble together, including El Negro Se Va. Remember that one? Costa Rica, right? I think that one was in Costa Rica. We were in Costa Rica singing. All right. Carl Cox says, Trump is a megalomaniac. So are his MAGA followers. All of them want fascist America. E224 says, Photos is not an entry-level job. Work. Williamson is not E. Williamson, is even a minor league rookie. Okay. I think tr Trump dropped the bar. And there's something that I wrote, and that is, um, that is well, I'll, I'll leave that one alone. You and I will, 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 we will agreeably disagree on that one, brother. But you know I love you. All right. Um, let's see. Paul, and, and, and okay, let me back up. I, I want to make sure I'm back up. Um, if, a, if a Williamson were in office, I would not expect a Williamson to know about foreign policies and all that kind of stuff, just like I knew Donald Trump didn't know that. Just like I knew at some point Barack Obama, is, he is an intellectual, but there are a lot of things that he didn't know. Now, Hillary... 
I thought Hillary then was the most experienced person that could handle all things on the world. That said, it is important that the people around you, it is important that you have a calculative mind and people around you who know how to do the job. You know, and and Donald Trump has dropped the bar as low as possible and, you know, not as, uh, so so I, I think that is where, where I'm at. That is where I'm at. Okay. Chat, GPT, and Barb. There we go. All right. Al Rose says, Olo, LOL. Okay. Estoy riendo también, hermano. All right. Police chief said that the owner was taken into custody Thursday, placed in a 24-hour hold and released pending further investigation. Lawyers hired by Ralph's family criticized the enforcement decision to release the homeowner. There can be no excuse for the release of this armed and dangerous suspect after admitting to shooting an unarmed, non-threatening, and defenseless teenager that rang his doorbell said Lee Merritt, a Texas-based civil rights attorney. She also said investigators would consider whether the shooter was protected by Missouri's so-called stand-your-ground law. You're standing your ground for somebody that doesn't have a gun that accidentally opened the wrong door. America is going down a dangerous path. Too big for porch, my May 4th. Seat with table, it's huge glider. Oh, Daniel Ledo says, if a fascist America will rid us of woke, I say totally worth it. You'd guess, yeah, well, what can I say? Daniel respond, I mean, Michael respond, Daniel Ledo probably thinks that we are in post-racial America. All evidence to the contrary, of course. Carl Cox says, Daniel Ledo is wrong and crazy. All right. Over the weekend, we had some pretty good videos that I put together. But I'm going to start with one with, uh, with, 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 with Senor Trump. Because for all of you guys who want a fascist America... Maybe you like what Trump had to say here. Let's do that and check it out on the other side. Our authoritarian-in-chief apparently went on to one of the news channels and started to give utter praises, utter praises to the world's most revered authoritarians, to the the world's most revered dictators. And he's running for president. After you hear this, are you sure you want him for president? Check this out. Let's get to some of former President Donald Trump's most effusive praise yet for authoritarian leaders around the world. Here's what he said in a Fox News interview last night. They're all top of the line. Our our guy's not top of the line. Never was. These are top-of-the-line people at the top of their game. President Xi is a brilliant man. If you went all over Hollywood to look for somebody to play the role of President Xi, you couldn't find him. There's nobody like that. The look, the brain, the whole thing. We had a great relationship. We got along so well. There was a great chemistry we had. Great. We talked about everything. A great chemistry. But people ask me, uh, how smart... She has a top of the line. You never met anybody smarter. How smart is Kim Jong-un? Top of the line. You know, people say, oh, this and that. Really smart. You know, when you come out and as a young man at 24, 23, even though he sort of inherits it, most people, when they inherit, they lose it. And that's easy stuff. He took over a country of very smart people, very, very energetic people, very tough people. At a very young age, and he has total dominant control. That's not easy. These are these are very smart. Putin, very smart. 
it, it takes your breath away. It takes your breath away, but it makes you wonder, my God, really Donald Trump? And you're running for president? Oh, yeah, but it doesn't matter what you say. You could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and you would still get elected. You said it. People would still love you. You said it. People would still run to you. You said it. And you know what? For all practical purposes, I think you proved it. There is a sect in this country that under all circumstances will support you. Doesn't help that uh, these are the same folks who like to call themselves Christians and evangelicals and all the others. But what can I say, Donald Trump? In the case of your constituents, you're right. But I would be careful of wanting to keep or put somebody in power who admire these people. Because remember, while he's your friend... And while he's doing things that you think are okay for you, you love him. But when he decides to do things that you don't like, you have no recourse because you have installed a dictator. Be careful for what you're asking for. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it in. Be, be careful of what you're asking for, my dear friends. Be careful. Let's see. Paul Fleming Sr. says, you should have showed the video of Trump saying the African-Americans built this country. Oh, I didn't see. I got to find that one. I maybe need to look it up. Let's see. Replying to Michael Rudden. No question. S-M-H-I. Let's see what the Rudden say. Uh, Daniel Ledo probably think. Oh, yeah. She's responding to what, what he had to say there. All right. Anyway, let's see. Paul Fleming says you should. Now I see that one. Eric Hay says, whoa, Harris County admits guilty records are given. Harris County first. Oh, no, they did not. But again, what can I say? Uh, 45 should defect to Russia seeking asylum. He still may. He still may. Please get it over with. Oh, please. I hear you, E2247. Egberto, I said Trump is a moron. Ah, I saw that, I swear. The, the, listen, man. But he gets away with it. If DeSantis said the same thing, right? DeSantis wouldn't be able to go home. But Trump can say anything. That is where we are as a country as far as things. Anyway, before I go further, uh, I'm waiting to see if... Uh, I, I, I think I, I've got some, um, some news to break about uh, my, my stay at KPFT, we came to a uh, consensus. So um, I know a lot of you won't be able to do what the consensus is about, but I, you know, I, I being on the national board and the local board, you know, like, like, like I said, I'm on uh, the, the station, which is a, it's the only real national, um, national station. So we tried our best to make out the, uh, you know, make a way to for us to some, come to some agreement, and and this is a local agreement, and we did. Um, I won't have to uh, drive into the station and three times a week all the time anymore. Uh, they've made all the necessary provisions that I can run, I can be on air, etc. Running it directly out of my studios here in Kingwood, and at the same time. I've got five more days. It's going to be during drive times at 6 a.m. Central, which is 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, so 
I, I think it's going to work out because, again, I have saved, I don't know, seven, eight hours of commute and probably another few hours of preparations, multiple, you know, uh, multiple preparations. So I think uh, after, we, after we closed it, I went and I spoke to my, my wife and my daughter and I said, you know what? This actually may be a blessing in disguise as we rearrange things because it's it's quite a bit of rearrangement that we're doing at the um the station right now. So, uh, well, again, uh, Bridge, it, it doesn't mess with this here at all. My 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 program here, my my program here, the PDR Posse people, not the on air thing. My PDR Posse remains the same. I, that was never up for debate. Uh, doing our show here, getting our podcast and everything that we do here will remain the same. Uh, the, the, the trade-offs now is that we've got five more, uh, we got an extra two more hours on air. So it's five hours on air at Houston rush hour. Rush hour here is between six and eight o'clock. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. You let me let me just say that. Yes. 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 Uh, Bree says I think they're screwing you. Okay. Yes. Uh, I accepted. Let, let me see how to say this without sound, sound, sounding any any other way. Of course. Of course. Have you read my book? Uh, uh, Tribulations. Check out my book, guys, Tribulations. But, you know, we all work in a big group. There, there are two ways to handle some of these things, and you guys know how I handle it. One is, as a member of the national board of this national station, I could do certain things, and I could raise certain kind of issues, etc. Or you can come and say, let's work for the better good of the station. And... I said, let's work for the better good of the station. Because it's not about Egberto Willis. It's about what we're doing, right? So uh, as you say that, in as much as you are right, my dear beautiful lady, you're absolutely right. But I love the idea of making lemonade. How is it? Making lemonade out of lemons okay and um so that that is where i'm at and i and 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 also i want folks to realize that you know in in being an example in being somebody that's coming out here and 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 doing here i hope others see this not as a weakness but as a strength there's nothing wrong with coming to a consensus Nobody got everything that they wanted. Okay, very important. So that's all. But like I said, one of the reasons <laughs> I love that bridge. I mean, I love that, uh, Michael. One of the one of the things that I try to talk about as well, um, bridge, is that, um, and I'm talking to everybody here. Is I think we all lead by example. We, we want to lead by example, right? And like I said, there there are two out there are two outcomes, right? You can tear things down, and and create and 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 cause the factionalization and 
others to have to take sides and all of that, that is not beneficial for an entire network, right? So I think it is important for us to, with an example, thank you for that one, uh, Senor, Senor Rodin. It, yes, exactly. So anyhow, uh, oh, name of the book, it's worth it. No, 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 no. Uh, let me show you. It's, I thought, I thought I'd, I'd promoted that book here online before. Let me go ahead and get it. It's, it's the book, Tribulations of a, uh, let's see what, let's see. Let, let me give you what that book is because I want people to read it because as a, as a black Latino Caribbean man, right? There are certain things, and, and my brother Bruce could kind of tell you a whole lot of some of the tribulations I've gone through. Others, in, in, from, from cycling with, with folks here in Kingwood, many, 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 many tribulations. And I've, and, I've, uh, and I've put that in there. So let me go ahead and put that link in there because I want people to get that. You read it. This is a read on Amazon. So please go to Amazon and, and, and check this book out. It's called Tribulations of a... A uh, black Latino Caribbean man. Check it out. I put the link in the in the thing right there. Check out the book. I tell dozens of stories that that um, folks would would sit back and said, "All of that happened to you? Why?" You know, Bruce has always been a big support. Absolutely. So I mean, so check check that out. Check that check that um check that book out if you guys get a chance. You read it online. It's true. The thing called. Microsoft, um, I forgot what they call it, but anyway, uh, it's it's one of the new Microsoft platforms. So check it out. But anyhow, we have to sometimes bend, just like we ask progressives to bend. Sometimes we wish that right wingers would learn that you know bend as well. Anyway, let's go to the third, the second video of the day. The second video of the day was our good friend getting called out. I want you to check this out. This is a uh, Lindsey Graham. Sometimes when your words come back and bite you. This week's Jonathan Carl really let Lindsey Graham prove his hypocrisy live on TV. I mean, remember, he always is pompous and he was talking about not letting uh, uh, Mohammed Benson, MBS, not allowing MBS to ever do anything with the United States again because he's so evil for having killed Khashoggi, which he is for having done that. But you know how he came across as if he's a strong man. Well, I wonder how much he got paid by the Saudis to take a completely different stance. But kudos to Jonathan Carl for exposing Lindsey Graham for the fraud that he is, for the hypocrite that he is. Check this out. Senator, you were just in Saudi Arabia. You met with uh, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, as he is known. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I remember how highly critical you were of him yeah. after after the murder of Jamal uh, Khashoggi, the Washington Post yeah. Yeah. Uh, columnist. Uh, let's take a listen to what you had to say back in 2018. I can never do business with Saudi Arabia again uh, until we get this behind us. Right. And what does that mean? That means I'm not going back to Saudi Arabia as long as this guy's in charge. The crown prince is a wrecking ball. I think the behavior before the Khashoggi murder was beyond disturbing. And I cannot see him being a reliable partner to the United States. 
So you said he was beyond toxic. Uh, you would never return yeah. to Saudi while he was in charge. So what happened? What changed? <laughs> right. Well, a couple things happened. Number one, I've been talking with the Biden administration about working with Saudi Arabia to build on the reforms they're doing in their country and to build on the Abraham Accords. If you get nothing else out of this interview, things in Saudi Arabia are changing very quickly for the better. I see a chance to normalize the relationship between the United States, Saudi Arabia, and Israel that would be transformative for the region. Saudi Arabia purchased $36 billion worth of 787 Boeing jets made in Charleston, South Carolina. They picked the Boeing 787 over the Airbus. I came over here to say thanks to Saudi Arabia. They're thinking about buying more jets and also came over to, to caution them about getting too cozy with China and Iran. But Vision 2030 of the Crown Prince is real. Women can drive for the first time in modern uh, Saudi history. Women can go out to dinner without a male escort. His vision for the country economically is transformative. A trillion dollars is going to be spent to modernize Saudi Arabia. I'd like to be part of that transition. What I saw in Saudi Arabia was a game changer for me. I want to build on the progress, but I want to have an honest, candid relationship. There are things that need to change in Saudi Arabia. But Jonathan, the ability to work with Saudi Arabia is at an all-time high. If we could normalize relationships with Saudi Arabia and then with Israel, build upon the Abraham Accords, it'd be the biggest change in my lifetime regarding Mideast security and America's security. Now, you can't tell me that that was some sort of a sensical statement. Oh, women can drive now. Oh, these are uh, they, we, it's a it's the country's liberalizing by how much. And not not only that, but how much has really changed between today that you're sucking up to these guys and yesterday? Let's be real. It's all about more than likely him being paid off to work with MBS. He, Trump, all of them are in the same damn cabal. Absolutely same, same, same cabal. By the way, um, I saw that that uh, text that you just, not text, but the yeah, mess, instant message you just sent me. Um, uh, <laughs> you know something? Sometimes my mind is fried. Paul Fleming, Paul Fleming. I, I, I like that, that cut. I'm probably going to do a blog on that one because I think that one needs to get some exposure to kind of embarrass. But thank you for getting that CNBC clip. On Twitter, I'm going to try to make that one a post also. Hey, I like when you guys do that. Look, I most of the stuff you don't hear me answering that when you send me these messages or whatever. But rest assured, a lot of times I get to see them. Sometimes I don't. But, uh, you know, when one hits like that, like Paul Fleming just did, you know it's going to get done. Anyway, thank you, Paul. That's a good one. Uh, it, it, Bridge, it's amazing that you ask when is the next eye surgery. I do this eye tomorrow. This one is complete. I went and checked this one up on Friday. They said they still want me to use the stuff to, con to take care of the swelling. But I mean, it, I am seeing like clear, clear, no fog out of this one. This one now, it's like, oh, it, it's worse than I thought it was now that I have this one here. So yeah, tomorrow I have it. So tomorrow more than, I was going to tell you guys this at the end of the show. I likely, I have some interviews. I'm going to probably pay, play the David David uh, Cobb interview that I did today because he needs some more exposure to get more people to sign up. Alistair Waters signed up today. And I am going to um, 
probably put another one of our good friend uh, out there as well. So take a, a day or two. I'll be off tomorrow, but I can't take two days off, man. Not for a, not for a, not for a cataract now. Come on now. You know, you guys, you guys do a lot. Come on. Uh, I remember when you fell and busted up your body and you were still on the, on our chat, brother. You were still finding stuff. Come on. All right. We, this is just an eye surgery. All right. But he's like, Berto Willis, I would use stuff, eyes and red, or red, overworked, LOL, Tom, okay, let us know. No, we're going to be fine, we're going to be fine, we're going to be fine. All right, let's see. E2247 says, uh, in turn, it's owned by Wilkes Brothers with dollars for fossil fuel. Ah, oh, I missed the, the, the first part of that. Carl Cox says, nothing changed in Saudi Arabia. Graham is talking, taking a major bribe to change his mind. Eat, look. He's changed his mind on MBS. I'll tell you something, okay? A lot of times we are hypocritical um, when it comes to... First of all, I, I am attacking Lindsey Graham because of his hypocrisy, not because he's doing business with Saudi Arabia. Because the one thing that I want to tell most people, and I think most of you know it, is Donald Trump was right when he said, we are no saints either. A MBS came and killed somebody. I can tell you categorically that we, I, I, I hate to just say it this way, but we have taken out several Panamanians, my country of origin, uh, and they're still doing business, right? So it's a complicated world and an unfair world that I wish would become fairer. Anyhow, Crybaby is on the take, says Paul Fleming. He is a crybaby, isn't he? Daniel Edo says, replying to Maywood, Eric Hayes, Eric Mike may say this, but they go read Daily Coast every morning. Daily Coast, where there are zero barriers for any doofus to scribble out uh, some screed and post it. Zero editor, zero fact check. But Tweedly Mike, a Tweedly May, will tell you Daily Coast is a trusted news source. Daily Coast is too... Two sections, okay? And I think it's important for you to understand this. Daily Coast has community blogs and it has news. The news is fact-checked and the daily and, and the community blogs tells you that it's whatever the person wants to say. Uh, there's a lot of fact-checking that's done on the... When I wrote for the front page, every article that I wrote had to go through fact-checking. Now that I don't write on the front page, I write for the, you know, as, as, a, as a contributor, it doesn't always get fact-checked. But let me tell you what happened today. I'm glad that you said that. Because I made a mistake last night. Last night, I posted a, an article about Congressman Makowitz, I think is his name, from Florida. And I labeled him a Republican who was appointed by DeSantis, who worked in his thing. Because... That is what I thought I heard on the, the, the newscast that I, that I, you know, copied. But I should have validated that that congressman was a Republican. It turned out he was not a Republican. He was a Democrat who worked for DeSantis. So I'm at KPFT now and I see a, 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 a call coming in from D.C., and it is his, uh, it is the manager for the congressman. And he calls me and he said, Willie's Media LLC? Yes, it is. 
Egberto Willis? Yes, it is. The article that you have at Daily Coast is incorrect, to which I said, please let me know what did I say wrong in the article. He said, first of all, the congressman is a Democrat. And number two, he was not appointed by DeSantis. I said, I suggest you go check the transcript at, I think it was CNN, because I think they did say appointed. And he said, I checked the, res- the, the, the transcript. I don't think I saw appointed, but they did say that he assigned him to work under the EPA thing. I said, okay, uh, fact check, corrected. I immediately went ahead, corrected the article on in every place that the article was located. I didn't have the chance to put an errata underneath that said the previous version of this article uh, had a bad person. And listen, we're all human beings, right? And those are the kinds of errors that's okay. Now, what Fox News is getting sued for is a completely different thing, right? Everybody has told Fox News that, that the, the voter machines, there was nothing wrong with the voter machines. Scientifically proven, the voter machines are fine. And they continue to repeat the lie. And internally, they have documents stating that they know they're lying. So the reason I point that out, Mr. Ledo, is that no, Daily Coast is a very respectable, responsible, progressive site. There are people who write there and they just write their blogs. It's a free open space that may be incorrect. Okay. All right. Uh, stop adding news after fall. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I like to do, Bridge, um, because politics done right with Egberto Willis is daily coast fact check by Facebook. No. Ah, uh, yeah. Actually, if you're a news state, if you're a news, uh, Facebook eventually fact checks your some of its stuff. If enough people, you know, like when people crowdsource your thing, like there was an article that I wrote that Facebook told, uh, eventually told me that the article was incorrect. And I had to go back and tell them, maybe the media is reporting it this way, but here is the reason why the media, mainstream media is wrong and why politics done right got it right. And they went ahead and reversed it. So it's just about doing that. Sad nobody bothered with a copy paste after my first request today. What was your, I mean, we can see your first request, I think. Um... I, but I didn't see where, where, where you said that, Michael. Anyhow, uh, Eric Hayes says, well, you said that again, already again. Let's see what else we got here. Daniel Ledo says, so Egberto is describing here how his reporting is based on assumptions. It is hard work to check the facts if his story, Egberto, is busy. No, no. Like I said, that doesn't happen very often. But it happens to everyone, including the New York Times, including the Daily Coast included. You know, it happens because we're human beings last I remember. Anyhow, last video of the day is one I think you're going to like. Check this out and then we'll take it in el otro lado. Enjoy. Jake Tapper and State of the Union had an interesting segment and I have a few clips of it here that I find it quite interesting. It has to do with a new ad that the people supporting Donald Trump have on TV. I don't know if it's just on the internet or where where is it exactly, but it turns out that a few months ago there was a story about Ron DeSantis not eating 
with his utensils appropriately, just digging his fingers and things and eating. I don't know what that matters really in our body politic, but apparently it does to some Republicans, I guess. But anyhow, Donald Trump and his minions or his minions put out an ad that shows uh, Donald, that shows DeSantis using his fingers to eat with, etc. But the idea behind insulting Ron DeSantis was to uh, claim that Ron DeSantis is going to mess with our old people's social security. He's going to mess with you, the, the programs that you have earned, right? Even though Donald Trump has done all of those things as he governed. And I think Jake Tapper did a great job in pointing that out, but I also found it amusing what the comeback to a dirty ad, what was suggested by a former, and I think this guy formerly worked for uh, DeSantis, if I recall correctly, but uh, I, this guy has a, an ad that he has suggested uh, DeSantis should put out. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. There's too much of, I heard this, I heard this. This morning I woke up to really creepy commercials on the presidential candidacy. This is from a pro-Trump super PAC. It's against Ron DeSantis, about whom there was a story several weeks ago about supposedly he ate pudding with his fingers or something. But purportedly about DeSantis' position on uh, entitlement programs. Take a look. DeSantis has his dirty fingers all over senior entitlements. Like cutting Medicare, slashing Social Security, even raising our retirement age. Tell Ron DeSantis to keep his pudding fingers off our money. Oh, and somebody get this. Is that the ad you were talking about? It's creepy. Very effective. I don't know where it's run, how much money they put behind it, but we're talking about it on a Sunday morning. It is creepy. And everyone else is as well. So it is. uh, And look, it makes a point. It gets it it gets it apart. You shouldn't be. the, The Trump campaign is making a point here, whether it's correct or not, that that DeSantis is meddling in things that he shouldn't be meddling in, right? Like Social Security entitlement programs. Which are the yeah. Let's say speak abortion. Yeah, yeah, say, uh, well, well, that's your side, right? <laughs> we can't agree on everything. Actually. But it is Donald Trump. So Donald Trump is running to the left of Ron DeSantis on uh, on these social safety net programs. But, you know, every budget that Donald Trump introduced as president contained proposed cuts for Social Security and Medicare. And uh, in 2020, January 2020, told CNBC entitlements would be on the table. Yeah, and I think that's been the case for Republicans for a very long time. It's why when Joe Biden gave his State of the Union and people were saying, we never said that, you know, where are the receipts? We had a video of people saying Mitt Romney, all the a host of Republicans saying Social Security has always been on the table for Republicans, Medicaid, Medicare. So I think if the uh, again, if the 2024 election is about um, programs that, again, the majority of American people will support. I mean, let's have that conversation. So you worked on, you know, Governor DeSantis. Is he is he taking too long to get in the race or to at least respond to these putting fingers attacks and such? <clears throat> There is a something going on in the Republican Party, and I, with all due respect to my Republican colleagues, that they're missing it. I don't care if it's Florida or Texas or another state. They're trying to get to the right of Donald Trump on policy. And now we hear the governor of Texas wants to pardon a murderer. You know, it's some it's somehow he's going to the right. This is not a race about policy. This is a race about personality. That ad about pudding has nothing to do about the Social Security part. No one's focusing on that. They're focusing on the pudding. It's a personal 
attack. And so, you know, Ron should be running an ad with Donald Trump sitting on the toilet at 3 a.m. in the morning, sending out tweets. I mean, that's look, that's what is what works on look that at, side of the aisle. Look at I, me alone. I, so you just I'm proposed sure. a more you just proposed a more disgusting know, ad than putting. I know. Like the I, I just, one. What is going on? Listen, it's not, it's not already. It isn't my primary. Look. I already have to watch and screen what my kids are watching. I mean, I think the pudding and that would be really disturbing. Look, it, it's, it's going to get it's going to get worse. Now, great. I, I am happy that Jake Tapper kind of didn't just let the notion of the ad he played for Trump stand. He actually went ahead and made everybody know that Donald Trump actually put, proposed cutting Social Security, propose doing all these things in every single one of his budgets, which I think is a very important point. Above and beyond, the funny thing about seeing the president, uh, the former president, tweeting from the toilet. I think it's a good job. Yeah, anyway, uh, ju- just just as a matter of information, uh, Rodney wanted you to see this, where if you look at uh, Daily Coast, they show that uh, it is medium credibility, and the reason why is the example that he gave there. Just want you guys to know that you are with a program with very high credibility, and here is it, the one for uh, politics done right. Just want you guys to see that you're dealing with very credible source. Credibility high, yes, it's left-leaning. Factual reporting high. MBFC credibility rating, highly credible, high credibility. And the site is mostly free. Just thought I might let you guys know that you're dealing with a good source here, irrespective of what some of our, no, no, well, how, how, irrespective of what one of our right wingers say, put it that way. All right. Anyhow, folks, um, we're coming close to the end of the program. Let me continue reading. Shakula hairstyle, it says, I run my pizza through a blender and drink it with a straw. Ooh. Although, you know what? I don't think that would be so bad. I kind of. I used to make pizza. I'll be all right. Uh, Bruce says, I eat asparagus with my fingers. Is that bad? No. Hey, I eat fufu with my fingers. Uh, Shakula says, only children can eat sloppily after age 21. It's just gross. Shakula, I'm going to make sure that everywhere I go, I make sure that I'm going to look around to make sure Shakula hairstylist is not there before I use my fingers. Got a deal? All right. Breach says, in Ireland, we eat hamburgers with a knife and fork. Americans are savages. Ha, 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 ha. Who cares? E2247 says, CNN and MSNBC are competing for getting farthest right the fastest. I agree with you, E2247. That's why we're trying to, that's why we modify, or that's why we give context. That's why we give context to this, uh, this program. Anyway, folks, I got to get out of here. Thank you all for being here. Remember, politics done right at 3 o'clock, five days a week. Actually, seven days a week, but two two, two days. Saturdays and Sundays are generally reruns unless something special happens. But uh, the live show, it's going to be... I know show is too short. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, let's see. Um, from Monday, Monday through Friday, we are staying here at 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2 p.m. Mountain, 1 p.m. Pacific. 
But every morning at 7 Eastern, 6 Central, Monday through Friday, five days, we'll have the live one on air at KPFT. So uh, those of you who wake up early in the morning, give me, come on in. Give me a call. We're still working out how to get those phones transferred here uh, during that, that time of that show. So we'll make it all go. Anyway, folks, thank you so kindly for being here. I'm surprised there is no footage of Trump going to town on omelet buffet. We need to find one. Anyway, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? What am I again? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.